This is where normal comes to die. Mediocrity meets its final demise, and the status quo is unabashedly dismantled. Welcome to Reinvention Radio. Now, here's your host, Steve Olsher. Alrighty, welcome to another edition here of Reinvention Radio. Steve Olsher hanging out with Richie O'Jay. What's up, babies? What's going on, Steve? Oh, uh, White Way's holding it down in the studio. Had. How are you, my friend? Kelly's got it under control back at headquarters. And Mary Goulet is uh, off today for um, a reason that is sad. Yeah. And um, and the heavens have actually opened up here in uh, in San Diego. And uh, the gods, they are crying because her... her Main man Dave, his uh, his daddy just died. So um, our condolences out to Mary and to Dave and their families. And uh, we're thinking about you. And again, it's it's raining here in San yes. Diego. Well, see, I appreciate. I was hoping you could explain this to me. I'm right? going to try, Wade. Because you that's have, my job. You have traveled the world, right? You've seen lots of things. I've um, been in San let, Diego. Can we for- define the world? Okay, you've like, tra- you, like you, I've traveled you've been to, to Kentucky. Chicago. Does Kentucky count? Yeah, yeah. And 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 I, you know what? I've actually never been to uh, England. Ah, never really? been to England. Never really? been to England. Never been to any of them three things up top. What are those? Swedens and Finlands and what's the other one? <laughs> the three things up top. What's that other like? Depends on what's thing? up top. Like, oh, I love Norway. England. That's the one. Okay. <laughs> never been to Russia. Haven't. I don't think I've ever set foot in Africa. No Haven't Greenland. been to Australia. Man, haven't been at, like I like. Have you where? I'm serious though. Like when we talk about like how people can travel the world and do this, that, and the other, I, it's it. I have got so many places I need to go that I haven't gone. As a matter of fact, um, like I can imagine, like we're going to be talking about reinventing weight loss here today, right? And different cuisines of the world, and 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 so on and so forth. You know, I, I bet if we did a study. And I'm sure these studies have been done, actually, and I'm sure our guests will be able to talk about that. But you talk about traveling the world, and I think Wade was going somewhere with that, but I'm not sure. And he uh, he, he just disappeared. Wade just does that. Like, he comes <laughs> in, starts a conversation, and then leaves. But it'll be interesting to see what our what our guest has to say uh, around food of the world and so on. But, uh, but yes, Wade, on occasion, I've... Uh, I've traveled other places, and uh, and the cuisine is always interesting in all of those various places. But um, we'll, we'll get Wade back on it in uh, in, in a second here because I think he was Wade. Yeah, were you well, going? To, what path were you going down with that? Because I think you had a thought. What was it? Well, well, just I'm confused because you know, I've lived here in Southern California, and water is over by the sand. Oh, that is right. True. Yeah, and it stays over by the sand, and so water falling out of the sky. Ah, that's where we were going. I'm just, this. I'm kind of lost here. Got it. Right? right, but now that you explain, it's because the gods are crying because Dave's father died. That makes sense. I now understand. Yeah. Okay. Then that makes all that that makes perfect sense, sir. Okay. Very cool. So, so I, I thought you were going in the direction of of traveling the world and whatnot because of the cuisine conversation, but but there you go. And so what we'll do here uh, in, in a second is we'll bring in uh, bring in our very special guest. We'll be talking about reinventing weight loss, which should be very interesting. And I think we actually may have a different name on this by the time we're all said and done, but that's the gist of it. And uh, again, super excited to rock and roll here. Uh, with our guest. So wait, actually, why don't we do that? Because um, what's going to end up happening here is we're going to run out of time because I'm just going to go down a rabbit hole here talking about the rain falling out of the sky, which in most parts of the world is not a big deal. But here in Southern California, evidently, is uh, is life changing. So, Najina, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. And is it Najina? That's how you pronounce it? Yes. It's Nagina. Yes. Yeah, I, I knew that I had the letters right, but the pronunciation was wrong. So Nagina. 
Nagina Abdullah, is that correct? Is that, am I killing yeah. that too? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty close, Nagina Abdullah. <laughs> Abdullah, yeah. Okay, well, there you have it. You can see my, <laughs> I'm showing my culture. It sounded right like there. you said it right, you just prolonged it. I just prolonged Abdullah. it. Abdullah. <laughs> Abdullah, exactly. So, Nagina, let's, let's talk about Cuisines of the World. Let's talk about reinventing weight loss. Let's talk about all this healthy eating stuff and everything that we're going to be talking about. Uh, in the the scheme of why you're joining us here today uh, for a very appropriate conversation, especially as we're heading into the holidays here when Lord knows that, um, I mean, I, I have a six-pack. It just happens to be buried under six pounds of fat. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's there, but uh, it's probably going to be 12 pounds of fat by the time we get all said and done here with, uh, with the holiday season. But I, I just wanted to make sure that we're clear on on your background, because you've got a pretty interesting story to share uh, and, and a pretty uh, interesting set of qualifications here uh, that makes you the, the right guest for us to have on to be talking about reinventing healthy eating. And, uh, and of course, now that, like I said, we're coming up on the holidays, I think this is pretty darn timely. So give folks an understanding of why we're chatting today. Well, definitely. So I had struggled my entire life with eating healthy and with having my body be the way that I wanted it to be. I was uh, always following every single diet out there, which I felt like I needed to eat less and exercise more, which is kind of the mantra that we hear everywhere. Um, I constantly felt deprived by following whatever diet it may be because I had to eat tiny portions and feel hungry all the time. And so during my 20s and 30s, I just tried everything. Nothing really worked. I would, I would, try to lose weight, I would lose three to five pounds. And then I would put on 10 pounds because I couldn't deal with the deprivation. And, uh, and I uh, moved to New York from California, Uh, I started a very demanding management consulting job where I was traveling all over the country, um, jumping on planes and trains, and a really hectic life. And as you can imagine, it was really hard, um, even harder to follow a regimen or or, and also just eat healthy in all those uh, different situations. Mm -hmm. Um, um, what happened is as I was working in that job, I, I had my first child and then I soon after had my second child. And so not only did I have these 60 plus hour work weeks, but I also had two children that I needed to take care of. Um, so everything compounded and I re- I was literally at the mo- at the maximum weight of my life. I didn't know what to do. And I knew that uh, I needed to change something because I couldn't go on not fitting into any of my clothes. And I couldn't go on having a lack of energy, especially now that I was a parent. So let's, let's um, hold on. Let's paint the picture here. So uh, I want to make sure I'm clear on this. So you're um, what you, you've got a unique look to you. What What is your heritage? What's your descent? I am. I'm, I'm Indian. I uh, am Indian American. Okay. My parents are from India and I have grown up with Indian food um, and but grown up in America. So I know all the different cuisines. It's okay. all been integrated. Yeah, because how can you not be a huge person like eating Indian food? I mean, that is the most delicious stuff on the planet. Like, I mean, like there is nothing. <laughs> Creamy, you saucy on carbs. Dude, you beautiful. cannot you cannot beat an Indian buffet. I don't care who you are. <laughs> if you don't like something on an Indian buffet, you got to check your taste. Like your taste bud said there was something wrong with your face. Like, for real, mm-hmm. because there's nothing more delicious. So, like, chana masala, I, I mean, palak paneer. I mean, like, I mean, my God, how can you not be, like, 50 pounds overweight with that cuisine? And, and you can't make it yourself because you, it would cost you $30 million to prepare dinner with all the stuff that you get at an Indian buffet, right? So <laughs> you're, you're going to, I mean, it's delicious food. And if you grew up with that and cooking that in the house, then, it, you know, I mean, it would make sense that... You, Pack on a few, like just to paint the picture here for us. How tall are you, and how were how heavy were you at your heaviest? 
Well, I was, uh, well, I am five, five and a half and I was 40 pounds heavier than where I'm at right now. Okay. Um, I, no matter what I did, couldn't get it off. And yes, I grew up in a, in a household where my mom cooked fresh meals for us every night and really food equaled love in our home where Mm -hmm. we would sit around the table and eat for hours. Um, we would have seconds and thirds and every Sunday we had a huge brunch with lots of fried, um, fried potatoes, which is yeah. like the opposite of what I was following, what, what, what I was seeing was okay on all these diets. So definitely food had a meaning to me. And then when I needed to, when I wasn't happy with my body, um, especially cause it was uncomfortable and I was growing out all, all out of all my clothes, I realized like, how can I sustain, like, how can I lose the weight, feel healthy, but do it in a way where I'm actually enjoying what I'm eating. Cause I grew up loving food and I am, I consider myself a foodie. How can I do that? Is it even possible? And I didn't think it was. So did you have to give up butter chicken? Because like there's I could (laughs) I could not imagine life without butter chicken. Like I don't care. Like at some point if someone says you're going to continually be 20 pounds overweight or and you can eat butter chicken or you're going to be like perfect Mr. Body Specimen, but you can't have butter chicken. Uh, give me the the twenty pounds in butter chicken. Like that's just that's that's Richie. Am I off base here? Are you are you uh, like is that a doll? No, You're would, more of a doll guy, aren't no, you? I love it. Not doll. D o l l. Doll. D a l. See, I know my Indian food. I know yeah, it. Me too. I, so You're getting me hungry. I know, right? How can you not love Indian buffet? So wait. So when you talk about cooking healthy, does that mean you had to eliminate all the Indian food, or did you learn how to cook the yummy, delicious Indian food? Healthily, healthily, yes, healthily. That's how I would. That's what I would say. There's a lot of words, Uh, but you can use any of them. I so what I did is I modified the recipes that I grew up with, the one with all the butter and all the cream. And actually, that butter Mm. chicken was one of my specialties when I uh, when I first got married. I would make that for my husband all the time, and he would love it. I would love it. Um, But I realized this is not helping any of our waistlines. Mm -hmm. So. Um, so what I did is I modified that. I actually have a new recipe, which is called chicken tikka masala, which is also a very popular um, recipe. Yeah. I make it in the crock pot, but instead of using all the creams and butters, I leave it out or I use coconut milk instead. And I and I don't use oil like heavy oils. I just use light oils or cooking sprays. Mm-hmm. And so. I actually have guests over and serve them this meal and they are they're they love it. Like they just can't stop talking about it. And little do they know how healthy it is. I don't even tell them because people usually think that healthy food is boring. Mm-hmm. So I don't tell them because the other things that this that this dish has is is spices like cumin and coriander and yeah. garlic ginger. And when you're adding those flavors to your meals, you are just feeling indulgent. It feels so, it tastes so delicious. It feels so great after you're done eating because you Mm -hmm. haven't packed on another one or two pounds while you're eating it. And so it's absolutely totally possible to eat food that tastes incredibly delicious and literally melt your fat away as you're eating it. Because I did that. I lost 40 pounds by eating that way. And I, I just couldn't believe it because after being told my whole life that I had to be deprived, eat boring food, not even have salt on my food. Cause that's what people say. Salt is bad. So I, I didn't think I could sustain it. But after I started, um, using these flavorful spices, a cup, I can talk in detail about a couple of my favorites, but just the spices that I talked about and then using easy cooking methods, like putting it in the crock pot or putting it in the oven and just roasting it. All right, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So we got we got to back up for a second here. So what I just want to make sure 
that people are clear on wh- what exactly happened, though. So you're you're you've got this glamorous gig. You're traveling. You're doing a million different things. You're you're eating out. You're doing junk food type things. Working sixty hours a week. You got two kids. Like, what was the what was the turning point there where you were just like, I I, I need to quit this gig, and somehow you got into being this you know this celebrity diet healthy eating you know type online influencer. Like, like how does that happen? What what you, you gotta you gotta connect the dots here for us. Yes, let me connect them. So what happened is I was I was like I was working in that demanding job. I had two kids. Um, I didn't have a regular routine because I was still traveling, even though I had two kids. Um, and and I just couldn't do it anymore. So the turning point was for me was one afternoon when I was in my family room and my two young kids were crying and I was completely exhausted sitting on the couch and I just could not imagine getting up and taking them anywhere. And then I thought about going to work the next day and I thought about how none of the clothes in my closet fit, clothes that I had spent a lot of money on and that I just didn't want to buy a size up. And at that moment, I realized I cannot be, I will not be the person I want to be. I don't want to be that mom that is super tired. I want to be the energetic, vibrant, fit mom. And I also want to feel great about myself in every part of my life. I want to be feeling like I'm in charge at work. I want to feel like I can walk into a room and own it. And I knew I had to do something at that moment. I could not go on. Um, And so that's where I I realized I need to change the way I'm eating because I didn't have the time to go to the gym for hours a day because of my schedule. And I know and I had read that eating is 80% of weight loss. Mm-hmm. And so I, I started reading up on all this nutritional information and reading lots of scientific journals. I have a background. I have an uh, undergrad major in molecular and cell biology. So I was familiar with a lot of the science. And uh, I found out a lot of um, nutritional information that was different than what I had learned. And it was more focused on the types of foods you were eating um, versus the quantities you were eating. And also reduce. And what, what I mean there is that it's not processed it's natural. Um, it is high in fiber. So you feel full with less calories. And the goal is really, we do need to eat at a lower, with lower calories to lose weight, but the way to make it easier is to eat nutritious food that helps you keep full faster and that you're, and that without sugar, you're not craving more sugar. So sugar makes you crave more sugar and sugar is very high in calories. Mm -hmm. So I knew that I needed to keep my calories down, but I needed to trick my body to feel that I was full. And so I needed to eat high fiber foods, high protein, no, no, um, processed foods. And then I, my second thing was I needed to make my food taste good. Mm -hmm. And that was an absolute to me. I could not eat boring food. And that's where my background in spices came just from my growing up. Um, and so I was easily able to add lots of spices to greens, all the vegetables I was eating, um, to like chicken, to lentils. I could eat, um, I could add spices and it came to life. And I was sitting there one day with my husband as we started doing this because he decided to do it with me. And I said, we both looked at each other and I'm like, this does not taste like healthy food because it tastes so amazing. And so by following that, I lost 40 pounds in nine months and I got to the lowest weight in my lifetime. Um, And since then, that was seven years ago. Since then, I have not only kept off the weight, but I've just gotten more toned and more fit because I love what I'm eating to this day. And and so, it changed everything. So let, let me so let me ask you this. Actually, Richard, do you have a question? Because it's not, I got a few, but go ahead. Right, yeah. I'll so remember. my so my so my question for you then, you know, just I want to be clear on this is, 
you know, so you got this gig, and and let's be honest, I mean, it's probably not a, you know, mm, most of the folks who were doing what you were doing were making good money, right? I mean, if you're mm-hmm. in that management consulting type role and you're on the road and you're doing this, that, and the other, I mean, you're, you're, you're making good money. So mm-hmm. did you transition out of that? Did you let them fund your transition? Did you, what, I mean, what, like, what was the first thing that you sold? Like, how, and there's so many people out there who talk about, food and nutrition and healthy eating and this, that, and the other, but this masala body.com and, and so on. I mean, this, you don't, you do this full time now, right? So mm-hmm. h- how did you make that transition? What was the first thing that you put together? Why did you think you could compete? Like I'm trying to figure out exactly how you went from this. I'm going to assume was a six figure plus position doing the management consulting stuff to being able to replace that income or maybe you haven't gotten there yet, but just give us an understanding of like, how did you do that? Yes, absolutely. So the first key is that I couldn't quit my job. I couldn't quit it because I had an idea and my idea, the, the, the way that I got the idea is, uh, I, I lost the weight and everybody around me kept asking me how I lost 40 pounds because before I had kids, I had 20 pounds from, from since I had kids. So I not only lost the 20 pounds, um, I had put on after, um, after having kids, but I lost 20 more. So I was drastically in better shape after having kids, which is pretty shocking. Even like to me, it was shocking also. Cause I thought after you become a parent, everything goes downhill. That's just what my image had been mm-hmm. in the past. Mm-hmm. So everyone around me was asking me over and over to tell me what I did to, um, to lose the weight and how I did it. And so I started talking about the recipes I had created and everyone asked me for it. So I, I started handing them out one, one by one, but then it was so overwhelming that I started a blog to write about it. And so I started to share my recipes. I not only shared my recipes, but I also shared the behavioral changes that it took for me to actually implement this in my life and travel and still be able to be healthy. And, um, and people really resonated with it. And so then one of my readers actually asked me if I could, if I could coach her, she was another ambitious woman. She was a VP of a bank in New York city. She had two young kids. So she had a very similar story to mine. And I, I found out about a coaching model um, where I could coach people one-on-one. I didn't have to be in the same room with them. I could talk to them by phone and by Skype, talk to them once a week um, and work with them. When I started, it was a six-month um, a six-month arrangement. So I worked with her and I gave her exactly what to eat every single week. And, and I did, did all you, of this. What did you charge her for that? For that, I charged her five thousand dollars. Okay, for so, so six that was months. so that was your first real client then. Yep, that was my first client, and it was extremely exciting to be able to tell someone that I that the price was five thousand dollars, and for them to say yes. It's it's the really I was not a, an entrepreneur before I did that. Mm-hmm. I have always worked in a corporate job. Um, I've been very traditional in terms of going to college, graduate school, getting a corporate job. So for someone to pay me for my skills, it was. It was very, it, 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 I took a lot of fear. I would, I had to overcome a lot of fear yeah. just to put myself out there and just to charge that. Um, and so when I, when she said yes, that felt amazing. But the thing that felt incredible was when she actually lost 40 pounds herself following my advice. Yeah. And I, that's, are you exercising too? I mean, are you, are you throwing that in the mix? I mean, is it just food habits alone? I focus on foods and uh, daily habits. And that's where I focus because if you can get that right, you are 80%. Like you have lost a lot of weight. People have lost 40 plus pounds. Actually, people have lost 70 pounds only by changing their eating. Mm -hmm. And 
once you start adding on exercise and what I advocate is strength training, because that is that actually you burn more calories just while you're sitting there. So it's like you're making your body into a fat burning machine and it's not hard. You're not running on a treadmill for 45 minutes every day. So you're just so, talking about like weightlifting or, or Pilates or I don't, when, when you say strength training in conjunction with, with the diet to really get the, you know, the body that you want there, what, what are we talking about? So that's where I'm talking about lifting weights. It, it can is. be okay. heavy weights or it can be light weights with more reps. It also means high intensity interval training, which is a combination of lifting weights, but they're lighter weights and then also getting cardio. And it's very short. It's like 20 minute sessions and you, you're, it's very high intensity. So you're burning a lot of calories and you're getting stronger in that moment. So I've always focused on things where you don't have to spend a lot of time exercising because I never had that time. And what I found is by uh, by focusing on lifting weights and by focusing just on building your muscle and your tone on your body, you end up saving so much time down the road because your body becomes more uh, it becomes more vital. Like it can it, it it can it can kind of like deal with anything that comes a lot easier. So if you have a week of Thanksgiving meals, your body actually gets right back to it a lot faster when you have more muscle on your body. So. Um, so I advocate uh, strength training, you know, meaning lifting weights, high intensity interval training as a that's once you have have really gotten your food piece down, once you've gotten your routine down. And that can take anywhere from two weeks to six months because there's a lot of habits that you have to overcome in eating healthy, like late night eating sugar addictions or sugar cravings, um, social, social like interactions, how to work with that. There's a lot there. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not black and white to, yeah. to eat healthy. All right, it's so, very complex. And Richie, I think you had uh, a couple of questions. I mean, you took off a lot of weight, dude. You, yeah. I mean, you were, how, how heavy were you at your heaviest? At my heaviest, 255. I mean, and, I'm 6'3", so it yeah. did well, Yeah, but it was more than I was supposed to and weigh. And you weren't playing football at that point. This no. was like two years ago. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Wait, so, and then you got down to 190-ish? Where were you 185 at? 185 185. And Good then back God. up to, yeah. yeah I'm going to get right below 200 now. Yeah. Very similar, and I've, I know where you were going with some of this, right, because she's reinventing the life, but I've just been begging to get back into the actual diet itself because it sounds like we had similar ways of doing it. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. hardcore relied on on um, spices, like big oh, wow. turmeric, ginger, pepper, like pretty much everything. Like I was looking through and went to your side. I'm like, oh, crap, let's get onto this stuff. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. But um, because, yeah, that's pretty much how I did it. And I want to go back to what Steve was saying. And when your answer is when you were mentioning time and time to work out and you're helping. I noticed like your Twitter profile just followed you. Um, you're saying you're helping busy women. And a lot of what's going on in the world right now with the Ubers and all this stuff, what we're really doing is helping people with their time, like strategize their time better. And it sounds like that's really the group you're going after is busy women, helping with time, knowing, you know, you're eating three times a day, maybe more. Um, how much of this was the spices themselves is what I want to get down to because mm -hmm. you don't see a lot of big Indian people anyway. You just, I don't, I don't. You don't go I haven't to the been same to, Indian lunch buffets I do. Well, I do, but I see it. There's something <laughs> because I saw in the spices, but I also changed a bunch of habits. The ones you were mentioning, late night eating, not eating after a certain time. Like I woke up earlier and started moving and did my, you know, I do strength exercises at different times because the body recovers. So I want to get back specifically to the question of if somebody was trying to do this right now and you were going to give your like one 
caveat when it comes to spices. Do you think somebody can use spices to help them make all those other changes that you were referring to? Yeah. Oh, great question. And that's so great that you use spices as well. I love that. It's, I feel like it's like, it's, it's, it seems like it's a trick. Like I, it's just, you're tricking your body because no it one tastes believed so me. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except for when they saw the weight coming <laughs> off and then they, then they started listening. That's amazing. Well, um, so spices have a tremendous amount of benefits and they're scientifically proven. Um, for example, cinnamon, which is one of my favorite spices because it's sweet. And a lot of people think spices are spicy, which is actually not true. There's only a few spices that are spicy. Um, cinnamon is a sweet spice. It actually decreases your blood sugar. So what that means is by decreasing your blood sugar, it helps, it helps keep your blood sugar stable. And as a result, you are not storing as much fat. So sugar is sugar gets stored as fat if it's not burned off right away. And cinnamon helps you stabilize your blood sugar. So it's not getting stored as fat. It also curbs your sugar cravings because it's sweet, but it doesn't spike insulin. Um, so that's cinnamon. Another spice that I call the wonder spice is turmeric. Turmeric is a golden yellow, beautiful color. And turmeric reduces inflammation, which a lot of times we ha- we do have extra fat on our body, but a lot of times we just have in- like our bodies inflamed because the food that we're eating is causing inflammation. And it comes um, off as like puffiness in the face and just a bloated belly. And so if you add turmeric to your diet, it reduces inflammation. And it's also scientifically been proven that it uh, blocks new fat cells from forming. And then a new study that just came out is that it actually improves your memory as well. So now we're talking about the brain health as well, which is amazing. Mm. Um, One other spice that I would love to share is cayenne pepper. So this is the spicy spice and cayenne pepper. You probably can feel this if you if you don't eat that much cayenne pepper um, and you sprinkle it on your food. Cayenne pepper increases your metabolism. And you can probably tell because you start sweating a little bit um, Mm -hmm. if you're not used to spicy food. And the other uh, hack that cayenne pepper does to your body is as, as you're and especially if you're losing weight, this is helpful is it reduces your appetite. So you're not only increasing your metabolism, burning more calories, but you're reducing your desire to eat more. So it's like you're double teaming your body and you're able to really, really just sail through weight loss. And so those are the scientific benefits uh, for those three spices. But in addition, they all add so much flavor to your food. So you just have, it's easier to comply with eating healthy when you're eating foods that you love. And so, so I was going to just say, so did you, do you find most of the success came from modifying older traditional diets? You know, like, because these spices are in Indian, in Indian food right now. Right. And people are using, and I know to your point, yes, I've seen them at the buffets, Steve, (laughs) but I'm saying in general, if they don't, if people don't get all Americanized and start going through the Burger Kings and all the other places too, um, did you have to like completely reinvent something? Like, I haven't seen your recipes yet. Did you completely mm-hmm. reinvent or did you just kind of take these traditional recipes and modify it for the modern world to help people based on, you know, if you're traveling a lot, you're going to run into these type scenarios. You can bring spices with you easier than you can bring food with you maybe. Like is there anything going on there or how – 
Yep. So I, yes. So, so definitely for, for a lot of things you said, um, I have done those. It's uh, where I started is that I started by modifying recipes that I knew. And, uh, and in addition to modifying the actual recipe, I also modified the cooking method. Cause I just didn't have time to like stir a pot for an hour, which mm-hmm. a lot of the uh, traditional cooking takes. So I just learned to use easy cooking methods like the crock pot and the oven where I can just put it in and leave and go do other things in my life. Um, but I also, also started adding things like just sprinkling things in. So what I do for cinnamon is every morning I used to use so much sugar. I like, I seriously, I'm not even lying. I used to have three full spoons of sugar. My family would make fun of me because they, they would say like, do you want, how about some coffee with your sugar? That's how much sugar I would have. Mm. And then I would also have like French vanilla cream, cream that would go into there. And then I replaced that just by sprinkling cinnamon in my black coffee. And it gave me the sweetness and and it took me a moment to make that transition because I loved my coffee with the cream and the sugar. It took me a moment to do that. But now every day I have black coffee with cinnamon. I have it in the morning and the afternoon. Um, or if I don't have coffee, I have tea. And so I started bringing my – I actually travel with cinnamon all the time, um, especially if you're traveling to other countries. They don't have cinnamon in their coffee um, in their, uh, in their cafes. So you, I would always bring my own cinnamon so that I would stay away from the sugar. Um, and then I also bring cayenne pepper and like hot sauce with me as well, because it makes everything taste so good. So it's anywhere from, from cooking to sprinkling it on top of your, uh, on top of your food. It can be as easy or as complex as you, as you want. Sometimes people love home cooked food, but sometimes you just don't have time for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other thing that I think is really important is when you're going out to eat is knowing what to do when you're going out to eat, because we are going to go out to eat. We can't just stay in all the time. That's not going to happen. So, um, having that cinnamon, having mint, like if you're having dessert and you're having, if there's mint and dark chocolate, that's a a healthier option than most of the other options. So Mm. it's kind of like, cause mint, what mint does is the scent of it. It helps you prevent overeating because the scent, it just crushes your cravings. Mm -hmm. So if you're having mint and then dark chocolate has less sugar, um, and it also, it has antioxidants and overall it's very healthy for you. If you're having a mint slash dark chocolate dessert, you don't have to feel bad. I mean, go ahead, have it. And if you even brought your cinnamon and sprinkle it on top, you're kind of making it a little bit better. You're not, Mm -hmm. you're obviously still eating it, but you, you are making it a little bit better from a hormonal perspective. Um, so it's all these those people out there that are thinking they can do that on their chocolate lava cake though. That's not true, right? Oh, so I can't just put a, (laughs) I can't just put a, so just putting a sprig of mint on the, on the chocolate lava cake doesn't work. (laughs) No. Oh, his eyes are getting so big over here. I was like, that's awesome. I'm just going to grab a sprig. I haven't used that in a no. sentence ever. I'm going to grab a sprig. I'm just going to put a sprig <laughs> of mint on that. So wait, so it's let's... definitely better. It's not. It's it. But it's, there's nothing wrong with having dessert. I mean, you want to indulge. You want to have that. It's really about balance. Having it once in a while. That's perfectly okay. And one of the things I advocate for every every person that I help, and just in general, is to have. I I still do this. Is to have one cheat day a week. And some people have different thoughts about if that works for them or not. But for me and for my clients, it's really worked well. To have one cheat day where you eat anything you want because Mm -hmm. then you just not you don't feel like you're depriving yourself you're not 
going on like a one year diet where you're never going to eat anything. It's all about balance. And over time, what happens is that you're, you don't even crave those foods that you were craving before. So now I don't even really need all of the, the sweets that I used to want. I, I like it a little bit, but I don't, I'm not dying for it like I used to, so, like thinking about it all the time. I'll just say one last yeah, thing and give it back to you. No, it's, it's interesting when, that you use the word cheat day. I used to do that all the time and I could never keep it off because I kept thinking of it as I'm cheating, going back to what I really want. And I changed that to um, uh, my remembering some of the other foods I used to eat more day like i know that it's not as it's not as fun sounding it takes a lot longer but i'm gonna to come up with a good way to say it and maybe we'll keep in touch and we'll figure it out together but um it's like if you think you're cheating that's not really it what happens when if you do that once a week but you're really holding true on those other six days you actually yeah. slowly don't want those foods as much anymore because you feel the difference mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so true absolutely it's yeah, when you eat those foods, you feel so heavy, and it actually makes it makes it makes me feel very lethargic and not at my just not at my my best. And so mm-hmm. I don't want to do that to myself. Yeah, and you yeah. realize that after you take it out, and after you start eating really healthfully, and you love what you're eating. Yeah, and reality is, I mean, it's not going to be super easy for the average person though to to do this. Who's got the full time job? Who's got all the kids? I mean, I think that's one of the biggest hangups or, or what makes it the most difficult for just us mere mortals is how do you do this when you've got so many other things going on in terms of eating healthy? Like I'm thinking about like even just, just breakfast. And, and by the way, thanks for clarifying that a cheat day should be once a week. I actually thought a cheat day could be every day. And I think that's what I was doing wrong. And I got I got <laughs> to address that. But but like how how it has do you the word day in it? Oh, it see exactly it has the word day in it. I was like, oh, this is my cheat day every day. So um, so my question though is, uh, like breakfast, lunch, dinner. Like, give me an understanding of like what what we're looking at here in terms of what you can actually eat. Like, what what what's a meal? Yep. So it's definitely it's this is very very possible for busy people. That's actually the people that I help. Just like. We talked about um, how do you make this possible? Even if you can't cook, it's absolutely possible. So what I advocate is uh, is is having simplicity in your day. And I have a food framework that I recommend. So no matter what, where you are, whether you're cooking or whether you're out, if you have these few things on your plate, then you are going to lose weight and you're going to feel full as you're losing weight. And so as long as you have those three things, that's key. So the the three things are protein. So like for breakfast, that can mean eggs. It could mean Greek yogurt. It can mean protein powder um, in a smoothie. The second piece is is, uh, a healthy carb. So um, a healthy carb are things like sweet potatoes. Um, It could be quinoa, Ezekiel bread, which is um, a sprouted grain bread or lentils or beans. And then the third is veggies or it could be a low sugar fruit. So that's the framework. If you are able to meet that framework, you're going to like the weight will come off. So So yogurt, toast and a banana for breakfast works if you got that Ezekiel bread. So it could. So there is some there is some. um, So so banana. banana. Or cinnamon yeah, banana, on banana, right? There you go. Yeah, that would be good. So I would recommend half a banana. Um, uh, banana has a lot of sugar in it. Mm-hmm. And so um, that I would actually go more for like berries, like fresh uh, strawberries or raspberries or blueberries, which are significantly less sugar. Less sugar means less mm-hmm. weight gain. So yogurt, so- toast, berries, throw the berries in the yogurt, dip the toast in there, and you're, and you're solid on, on breakfast. A little coffee with some yeah. cinnamon, and you're good to go. 
Yeah, as long as it's Greek yogurt, because Greek yogurt, that's where your protein is. You have a high protein Greek yogurt with low mm-hmm. sugar. And that's a perfect breakfast then. That's amazing. And then you have that, the cinnamon, exactly. So that's um, easy enough that's to easy. do. The average Joe can do that. The kids can have that. Yep. Okay, that's easy. So what about lunch? So lunch, I think that it's great if you had happened to cook the night before as having leftovers for lunch or if you go anywhere, that's fine. Um, so lunch can be simply something like uh, chicken or salmon with spices on them. Um, things like turmeric, salt, pepper, and cumin. are It's a really good blend. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you put that on there. And then veggies. I like high fiber veggies. The reason high fiber is key is because it keeps you full. It digests much slower. So you're feeling full for longer. And so high fiber veggies are things like, um, broccoli, um, asparagus and, uh, Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. Those are amazing, but any greens, but if you, you want to kind of have some heavier greens, cause that's where that, that's like a secret ingredient like to help kale. keep you full. Yeah. Kale. Yeah. Kale. If you like kale, yes, absolutely. Kale. And, and you can have it as much as you want. It's like, you don't have to watch your portions, which mm-hmm. is another exciting part of this. You're not counting your, you're not counting like the, the, you don't have to weigh it. You don't mm-hmm. have to measure it. You don't, unless you want to, you can, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, so those two things. And then I would have, um, uh, something like a, so if you're having, so that, and then you have your healthy carbs. So I, I usually love having Ezekiel bread or I make like chili and I'll have chili on the side mm. as well. So I'll have the chili. If the chili doesn't have meat, I'll have chili um, or some kind of beans or lentils or Ezekiel bread or, like I said, quinoa or sweet potato, um, mm. the greens, the high fiber greens, and then the protein. And something like that is perfect for dinner, too. Yeah, I usually true. lighten up. I lighten up on the healthy carbs at night because um, I usually it's most important to have it during the day because you're going to burn it off as you're mm. going so at night, um, a really great thing to do is like fish, chicken, um, or tofu uh, with with veggies. And okay. the key is adding those spices and flavors on them because otherwise this sounds like really boring and mm-hmm. almost like you cannot follow it. But once you start adding those spices, um, so for example, tonight what I'm going to eat is I have I've already marinated it and it's already ready. Um, it is uh, it's uh, cod, so it's a white fish. And I have, uh, I actually made it with this chicken tikka masala marinade. That's, I have a blog post on my website that has this, this marinade and it's one of my best dishes. Um, and so it has tomatoes, garlic, ginger, um, cumin, uh, coriander, all those similar things that we were talking about, cayenne pepper. And I put it, I put it in the crock pot for a couple hours Mm -hmm. and I'm just completely looking forward to eating that because it's going to be amazing. No, but it's still delicious. white fish, right? So, but with the sauce, like it makes all the spicing difference. Spicing it up. Let's um, exactly. let, let's do this because we're going to run. A, unfortunately, we're going to run out of time here, and I want to give you an opportunity uh, to to share where folks can get more information. Uh, of course, masala m a s a l a body dot com is your uh, is your main website masala body dot com. But you also put something together for our folks here at masala body dot com slash reinvention radio so masalabody.com slash reinvention radio uh tell everyone a little bit about this freebie that you're giving out to folks yes i'm so excited i put this together especially for reinvention radio listeners um this is my sweet spice cheat sheet and i share information about the spice that's most likely in your kitchen cabinet It is not exotic it's very common it helps to lower blood sugar and curb sugar cravings and the cheat sheet includes three health benefits of using this spice 
five ways to use it in your day and an easy recipe using the spice. And just as a hint, this easy recipe helps curb nighttime, uh, nighttime cravings or midnight snack cravings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's at yeah, masalabody.com forward slash reinvention radio. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for putting that together for our peeps here. Any, any final thoughts in the last uh, 60 seconds? Well, I think, I mean, I am so excited to have been here because I really do feel like weight loss is, can be reinvented. Um, this is one method really to reinvent weight loss because it's all about making it doable and making it pleasurable and enjoyable and, and making it a part of your life instead of a sprint to get somewhere and then you never want to have anything to do with it again. So if you're able to integrate some some of the principles of uh, eating natural foods and combining it with these uh, fat burning spices, it's something that you can sustain really for a lifetime, um, because it's, it's so easy and it, it's so tasty. So it's yeah. possible if, if you're feeling like you want to lose some weight, it's, t it, you don't have to think that it has to be hard. It doesn't have to be that hard. Just find food that you like, um, and set it up in the way you, that, that keeps you full and it will, you will lose it. Mm -hmm. Well, Nagina Abdullah, it's just been awesome having you join us here on Reinvention Radio, make sure you guys check out masalabody.com and then you can grab the freebie at masalabody.com forward slash reinvention radio. And you can put that together just for you. So really do appreciate you joining us here today on Reinvention Radio. Thanks for all the work you're doing in the world to make us healthier and happier and fitter and more energy and the like, because Lord knows I need to uh, go to your blog with the, with the quickness. So thanks for joining us here on Reinvention Radio, Nagina. Thank you for you having me. You are welcome. All right, so let's, um, let's do this, Richie. Let, let, let's go and um, let's have our final supper. Uh, let's go run out to to the Indian buffet, <laughs> and we'll do the butter chicken the way that 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 we that we have been known to do it, uh, and the pollock paneer and the sag, and, the, and we'll do a little uh, do a little naan, uh, grab a couple of uh, deep fried samosas, and uh, and let's just have at it one last time here before we go to the Nagina Masala Body Way, and uh, and we'll, we'll we'll go from there, but. You know, it's always uh, never too old to teach uh, this dog new tricks, so I'm definitely game to, to check out what Nagina's got going on there. And again, folks, get the freebie at masalabody.com slash Reinvention Radio. For Richie Otay and White Wade, I'm Steve Olsher. Talk to you next time here on Reinvention Radio. Take care. One person has the power to change the world, impact millions of lives, and leave a legacy for lifetimes to come. That person is you. In the New York Times bestseller, What is Your What? Steve Ulcher, award-winning author and founder of the Reinvention Workshop, reveals his proven process that has helped thousands of men and women discover, share, and monetize the one thing they were born to do. Grab your free copy now at www.whatisyourwhat.com slash free. That's www.whatisyourwhat.com forward slash free.